0: Holy shit, Chris. It is early. It is early this morning. (laughs) You got to wake up right now. I mean, this is so dark. It's 10, 15 in the morning. I've been yawning nonstop for like the last 15 minutes. I wanted to do this last night, but I guess it's a it's a Monday morning players. reaction. Uh,
1: You know, I had a bunch of work to do. So it is what it is. It's Monday morning. You got to get up. Got to get on the grind. Yeah. Yep, got to get back on the horse.
0: JT, JT wins the players.
1: The story is not JT winning the players. The story is JT's a mini choke artist.
0: I know. We, we, <laughs> we've, been on this, we've been on this train for a little while. I, w- I would tend to agree. Like he's he's shown some signs of some squirrely shots down the stretch.
1: And I mean, he was nails all day. I think he hit 21 straight greens up up until 18
0: yeah yeah um, I mean 17 was pretty pretty horrible tee shot on 17 too but uh obviously nails to make that comebacker and then 18 got totally bailed out like hits this rope hook which was sick but Definitely started it too far left and got a really lucky kick. It bounced like 80 yards straight forward. Yeah,
1: it actually turned out to help him so much
0: because it ran so far the way it was shaped. Yeah, yep. And then his second shot was terrible. Like total total bailout. Lagged it down there to what? Two and a half, two feet. And lips in the (laughs) two-footer. If, like no one was talking about that that could have that was close yeah, to missing that was really close so i don't know that it's just something to keep an eye on a situation to to monitor but jt has shown signs of 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 being like a little bit like xander i feel like we think yeah. he's clutch yeah we want to think he is but he's just not
1: but yeah it I, seems like what also whenever he has like a big lead it feels like he gets kind of nervy when he's coming from behind it seems like he's more solid
0: yeah i don't want to take away from the round that he played yesterday though because it was it was a great round like he really i i I was looking at stats he drove the ball like unreal yesterday which is i when when he wins i feel like he's never driving it that well i feel like he's always in trouble you know hitting these great iron shots out of the rough but but yesterday was a different story. It was just like a clinic T to green. I think he always gets lucky when he wins. <laughs> I don't. 17 out of 18 greens isn't that lucky.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, the eagle on 11, the stretch he had on nine, the shot he hit into nine was insane. And then easy birdie, birdie's 10 eagles 11 tapping birdie on 12 and there's the tournament
0: yeah yeah i thought i thought he was gonna run away with it for a while and then and then west would hit that shot uh from the fairway bunker from like 200 yards he makes birdie and jt three putts jt missed like a a three footer chris did you see that yeah that was on 14 right yeah yeah. And then it started to look like, wow, Westwood could really he could really win this like it was in his hands and he just didn't do do much to I mean, down the stretch. He needed he needed to do something on 16. And hitting iron was not, I don't I don't know if that was enough club like I, it just seemed like a, a poor decision to me. I didn't even yeah. think the shot was that bad.
1: Yeah, it was like really in between. It's like if you're going to lay up, lay way back and give yourself a full wedge and not mess with that tree or what he should have done is just rip a three wood or five wood at the left side of the green.
0: Yeah, it it looked like he was just trying to dump a three iron short left, which is not something that you can do on that hole because that tree is such a
1: tight gap. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he hits a cut. So he's going to start it at the tree. And it's most likely going to hit it. I don't know. That just seemed like a bad decision. It looked like Lee
1: just lost years on his life in this round. I mean, he was grinding <laughs> yeah. on every shot. He had, It seemed like he had a five-footer on every hole, that he was just willing in the hole and just guiding it in. I mean, he was, he was making grinding.
0: them, too. He really he really was. And it's oh, funny, yeah. too, because every time he made one, he would turn around. Remember that look he gave the camera Last week at Arnold Palmer, when he made the putt on eighteen, like that, ooh, like you know that, that was you a, did that, that on a every hole. Putt. Did that on every single putt, like it you was like clear his tongue out it or it, yeah.
1: take a deep breath or
0: slap it was his wife it on the ass. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was fun to watch. Like it's cool when a guy. When a guy shows you a little bit what they're feeling there, because it's been a little while for Lee Westwood in, in a big tournament, really contending like that. So, he, I mean, he's definitely feeling a lot of nerves. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think he's also just enjoying to be out there. Like, he's 47 years old. Yeah. Just kind of living life out there. Like, holy shit, I'm actually contending at
0: the highest level in golf. Like, it's yeah. pretty insane. To, um, At a time I, where golf's, like, trending away from – from him. Like, he's going to get lost in the shuffle because right. everyone's so long and he's just, he's out there hitting a 275 down the middle in the air. I mean, he, he was hitting some, like, that cut was not rolling yesterday. Oh, his spinny so cut. Bad. And yeah. everyone else was, like, everyone else was hitting these low bullets. And because the fairways were so firm, he was just like, nope, I'm going to hit this ball. 275 <laughs> balloon ball right down the middle. All right, Lee, you do you, but you're going to have you five iron into this par four. It just sucks. Like, I mean, the storyline
1: continues. He has two tour wins. And I don't know. He can only win in Europe. Like, he won in Dubai, right, like a month yeah. ago. And then contends at Bay Hill, contends at the players. You could argue he should have won both of those events. But when I mean, he contended at, uh, oh, yeah, no, was, yeah. Bay Hill and the players, but it's really too bad for Lee. I mean, if you look at even his two wins on tour, his first one is in 1998 at the, where was it? First one is in 1998 Freeport
0: McDermott classic over Steve Flesch. I don't even think that's a real tournament. <laughs> Borderline. <laughs> it's just not a real thing. So he's a one time one PGA tour, winner. A one time winner, now. which was at the St. Jude. Okay, that's a real, that's a real tournament. He won so he's won one. who he who'd he beat? Be? Robert Garrigus and Robert Carlson. Jesus. That that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, I was I was really preparing for like a, a big Lee Westwood party yesterday. I thought it was kind of setting up nicely for him. He's seems like he's got a nice outlook on the game because back in early, like the early 2010s, when he was really playing well and he was kind of getting up there in age, it seemed like he was taking the game way more seriously. Like he yeah. knew that his legacy was on the line if he didn't win a major. And it's kind of cool to see that he's he's at peace with the fact that if he doesn't win a big tournament, it's gonna be all right. Like he's done a lot in his career, and whatever he does at this point. It, it almost feels like it it feels like icing on a cake like it doesn't it doesn't feel like he needs it anymore and
1: that's what he I, he said a couple of years ago. He's like, I just started not to give a fuck and then I started playing insane golf. yeah. it's like well, to kind of I think Sergio kind of had that outlook too. He got to that point where he's like I kind of accepted that he wasn't going to win a major and then he won the masters,
0: yeah. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I've never been I've never been a Lee Westwood fan. Like I I for some reason I always just I always thought he was mean like back in the day, which he he I don't know, like he kind of gave me that, rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. And he, obviously he's a, a really nice guy and people really like him. But it was kind of the same thing with Sergio. Like I hate Sir I don't like Sergio, but when he was gonna win the Masters, I was rooting for him because I wanted to see him get the first major, get that first like really big win. And it's kind of the same way with Westwood. Like I would have rather, I love Bryson, but I would have rather have had Westwood win that tournament yesterday.
1: Yeah, I mean it's hard not to root for the guy.
0: Yeah. So. Do you,
1: could you see Lee contending at Augusta? That's in that's twenty
0: five days. I've been thinking about it. I really, I really could. He plays well there. I mean, the Masters is sneaking up. It really is. It really is. So what do we have? Honda, two more. Honda, there's something between Honda and Valero. And then the match play, right? Yeah, the the match play. So we have Honda, match play, Valero, Augusta, I believe. Is Rory going to play Honda? He can't. He's played a lot of weeks in a row
1: he's played like five in a row. And if he plays Honda, he's going to play, or he's got to play match play.
0: Oh, he's going to play eight weeks in a row, one week off, and then the masters. Yeah. I, I would expect him to take one, one of those weeks off. That's the thing with the schedule this year is it's, it's, it's so jammed. jammed. Like it's really jammed. This is one of the best stretches of tournaments we're going to get all year. Maybe the best stretch what we just had. We just went, pretty much from farmers up until now was, was like unreal or maybe waste management up until now. Um, can we talk about Bryson? Rory's not in the field, not in the field for Honda. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Um, yeah. Bryson.
0: I mean, let's go to his
1: top on four. So I was literally, I wasn't watching at
0: that point, but, uh, Give us, give us an update, like what happened? Because I heard it was I mean, a crazy sequence of events. I was uh,
1: getting back from golf on Sunday and I flipped on the TV to watch, and that was the first shot that I saw. I flipped it on, I'm like, oh, here's Bryson on four, dead top. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I mean, looking at it on the Pro Tracer, too. I mean, it was like one of those that you thought was a glitch. You're like, oh, that's a glitch, but the guy yeah. out there was like, Holy shit. The funniest part is like he hits the top and then looks through. the first thing he does is like look at the club head. It's yeah. like the most like <laughs> I like,
0: can't shitty, believe that he did it. It's
1: like the most shitty golfer move you can do. Like you hit a bad shot, you look at the face, you're like, "Oh man, like what
0: was wrong with the club man? Yeah. It's like a classic angry 14-year-old in like a junior tournament. Like, "I can't believe I just hit that shank. I never shank it." Like, <laughs> yeah. "Bryson, you relax, dude. You just like" <laughs> You stone cold topped it. That's what it is. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then he hit a
1: horrible second shot. Yeah, a horrible second shot.
0: Horrible third.
1: Did he hit a made... shank
0: on the same hole or or? Yeah, he or you like a forty yard block. Yeah, yeah. A block. Okay.
1: And then he and then he chunked it, and then he made an insane up and down for double.
0: That's <laughs> so outrageous. And then I heard uh, Westwood borderline shanked one on the same hole. And then Todd shanked one on 17. Yeah. Five minutes of that. (laughs) So it's just. It's a crazy sequence. Really bad golf being played.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the story.
0: Like no one really played that solid really, except for JT. JT. And then like. You know, Harmon and Gooch played well, but they were kind of – Because it was also
1: kind of at that time with all the Bryson and the Todd Shanks that Doug Gim was making his move. (laughs) And my buddy was latching on to Doug Gim. So where did Doug
0: Gim end up finishing? I don't know, but – Oh, dear. He shot 78. Yeah, he was on six.
1: And he had this birdie putt to like I think it was to tie the lead, and he hit it like two feet past, and came back and missed it, and then just snap hook on seven water drops it, snap hook again water boom out of the tournament.
0: Yeah, just like that, right him out. Yeah, yeah. He says he made, uh, Gim made eight on number seven, and then made six on seventeen other than that really played all right but that's a pretty <laughs> yeah. tough way to end the tournament but what did you make of what did you make of Bryson's round like i didn't really see much until yeah. like 12 ish
1: i mean besides the top it seemed like
0: he hit it all right
1: he yeah i mean just he didn't he really ma- do anything special
0: he shot one under and the eagle he made on 16, I was like – I I said if he made that, I thought he was going to charge, and I thought he was going to at least make one more birdie coming in. But obviously 17 doesn't suit him. Like that's just – he's not going to make birdie on that hole very often with that pin. And 18 just you – know just didn't – out. Just didn't make the putt, yeah. And, and that putt, I said it when it happened. I was like, oh, God, that putt just cost him like – Probably five to eight hundred thousand dollars because that was for solo second
1: right and at then the Lee time, made and then putt.
0: Lee made his. So that 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 putt was sneaky clutch from from Westwood. That's like that putt was worth as much as going out and winning like the Barbasol or like the Bermuda <laughs> Championship. Like it's like that was an eight hundred thousand dollar putt. So
1: annoying that he made that putt because it's just like classic
0: yeah, like it's, westwood it's like just the pr- like the pressure's really off like he's and then not, you make it it's like tournament. such a female move Ooh. and if he had made that if he had made that putt on 17 and then just made the birdie putt on 18 like he did we would be in a playoff but i mean i can't really get on him because he putted he putted well he i think he was third in strokes yeah. putting for the week so it's hard to yeah. hard to get on him and pick out like one specific shot but he just needed to do something on 16, 17, 18. I mean, he played those holes in even and probably need to play those in one under. Right. I mean,
1: you either par 17 or you birdie 16 and you're in a playoff.
0: Yeah. What'd you think of the pin on 17 today or yesterday?
1: I mean, it's a signature Sunday pin. It's always going to be there. The green really firmed up. Like you could see how brown it was. Yeah. It was like none of the players were really going at it. I remember a couple years ago they had a, a pin on 17 at Bay Hill. And it was so tucked in the back right of the green. Nobody went for the pin. Everyone was just hitting it to 30 feet and two putting. It was a really boring hole because everyone's just bailing out, you know. So it wasn't as exciting as it could have been
0: that's what wow. i was frustrated with i i, I didn't even think you, you really couldn't go at that flag with the wind brian Harmon swirling it was downwind brian harman cleared the bunk or cleared the water by like three feet and yeah. still stopped it behind the hole so yeah it that was ballsy but i, I thought that pin was kind of kind of shitty for the course conditions like If you're gonna make the green that fast and firm, you can't put the pin there because everyone's just gonna bail out right. They're gonna bail out to the front edge. They're gonna lag it to ten feet, and then it
1: wasn't a. I mean, a lagging to
0: ten feet, (laughs) maybe it wasn't easy. Seven, though. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a, a easy. That was that was my issue with it. Is like you couldn't stop it really from up above. So, you're just getting everyone's getting the same six to seven foot putt. And it's just kind of like, all right, here we go again. Another six footer for par. There's just no opportunity to make birdie there. It was besides Harmon made birdie, right? Yeah. Harmon made birdie, yeah. But I mean, you got to hit like an unbelievable shot.
1: Yeah, it's too bad. I don't know. I if it was windier, it would have been fun because it would have been hard to even hit that green. Yeah. Or if it was softer, it would have been fun because then you can go right at the pin, or you can bail out. Yeah. Huge yawn there. Yeah.
0: We're we're I mean, grinding it's midday. We're grinding. I'm going People back. are to, having lunch, and you're I'm going yawning. back to bed after this. Crazy dark <laughs> back to bed. Oh, I got so much stuff to do. There's, there's so many
1: storylines, I feel like, from this week. Like, I mean, Sergio was up there
0: for a long time, obviously. leader. I texted, you on, I texted you on Thursday. I was like, Sergio's going wire to wire with this. <laughs> it just did not happen. And I mean, if I, you I wear was... pink shoelaces, you have no chance of winning. Yeah.
1: That's the bottom
0: line. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he was never going to win that golf tournament. That was a flash in the pan round. I mean, Harmon played, Harmon just played really solid golf throughout the entire tournament. I think he shot, yeah, 67, 71, 69, 69. One of those guys, like, probably should win more than he does. Harmon? Niki, yeah. He's been a really good player for the last, like, four or five years. Remember when he was. He I was mean, he almost in wanted majors. Aaron Hills. Yeah, like he almost wanted Aaron Hills. He was contending <laughs> in majors for a good two years. I don't think he was contending in majors. I think he had a flash in the pan at Aaron Hills. No. I don't, mm.
1: Let's I've, look at Brian Harmon. Really kind of resurging the harm God status, actually.
0: Yeah. He looks so funny out there yesterday. He looks so funny. His pants are so baggy and he's got the hat on a little bit crooked. So he, he kinda just looks like, like a sixteen-year-old kid out there. Yeah, just waddling like a duck out there. Like and his putter's so big for him that it, it just kinda looks it looks funny proportionally.
1: I mean you're talking about him contending in majors, besides the Aaron Hills, his best finish in a major is t13 in the 2017 pga so that was the same year as aaron hills so you mm-hmm. take out you take out that year his best finishes in a major are t26 at the open and t44 at the
0: masters okay so maybe i mean yeah maybe i was just thinking of that one year but i, kind I do of remember him year, being up there a lot that year he does have an e-golf professional tour win e-golf pro tour e-golf pro tour Yeah, wow shout out coke Rack. that's pretty sick i mean casey casey was right there i casey i mean another guy that's like like him and westwood are the same guy to me they really are like yeah. they're both good Ryder cup players and they just can't really win yeah. in the u.s
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and they both are absolute ball striking machines
1: Casey was just like you knew every putt on the front nine was going in, and then he hit the back
0: and it was like just stall out. Yeah. Just so classic Casey. Yeah, it really was classic Casey out there. I mean, good to see him playing well. I, I actually I actually like Casey more than more than most people do, but he's just not a winner.
1: He's really not. What about Rory? Should we have the Rory conversation? It's really a pretty great storyline. I just like, he's going through such a roller coaster. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can, what
0: do we want? What do we want to say for Rory?
1: Well, I mean, I thought it was interesting how he came out and admitted that he was chasing distance and that it kind of screwed up his rhythm
0: and his, and his accuracy off the tee. I was really frustrated when I heard that because it's just so clearly not the thing that he needs to worry about. Like, I get it. You can always, always hit a little farther, always hit a little straighter and you're always looking to get better as a, as a tour player, no matter what, like tiger did the same tiger, did it back in, in 98 or whatever, and and completely overall the swing, but Rory, he needs to learn how to hit a three quarter wedge and he, he needs to learn how to putt and, it just has nothing to do with distance. So it's frustrating to see that his efforts are misguided. Yeah.
1: I know, and he just like you don't need to say that. You don't need to tell us that. Like, yeah. He puts so much scrutiny on himself, I feel like.
0: He's too honest. He's he, too honest. Yeah. And it, it it's kind of like it's kind of like Bryson. Like Bryson this week or like early early this week late last week he was saying he's gonna try to hit it over on onto nine from 18 it's like bryson just keep it to yourself and yeah. you're gonna take way less pressure like you don't need yeah. to be in the spotlight all the time also if he didn't say anything about that and just
1: did it on thursday he would <laughs> have been great he would have been able to do it and it would have been great yeah but yeah um, rory i mean i mean you don't have to tell us that you don't have to tell us that you lose 15 pounds on master's
0: week because you're so nervous. Like yeah. you don't need to tell <laughs> us that you're only going to get more scrutiny. If you, if you, if you tell people that, do you give him a chance at Augusta this year? Yeah, it's kind it's creeping up now. I mean, Everyone's like, I think he, I think he's going to
1: win. Everyone's thinking he has no chance. Just feel like one of these years, like one of these times it's he's just going to wake up and feel calm. He's going to feel the he's going to have that the presence, the edge back. He's going to he's going to have it. I just feel like one of these Thursdays he's going to have it. He's going to have going to be close to the lead Thursday. He's going to have a solid Friday. He's going to charge on Saturday and then hang for on for his dear life on Sunday and squeak it out. It just feels like it has to happen.
0: The fact it's that he hasn't good. put four rounds together in a tournament, like, in two years, makes me have absolutely no faith that that's going to happen. He really hasn't. I mean, he's the king of, like, a second or third round blow-up. And usually at Augusta, it happens on Thursday now. Like, he just shoots himself right in the foot on Thursday. So, I, I don't know. I, I just... <laughs> It's just another It's another Rory week. The storyline continues.
1: I got to tell you, I was at actually at the Players on Thursday, and I got a great spot on AT&T, and I was waiting there for a long time, waiting for Rory. Finally gets there. I'm like, wow, you know, I'm right next to him, and he just pumps one in the water. <laughs> and it didn't cross at any point up there, so he had to drop like 15 yards ahead of him. That's yeah, that's brutal. And then, and then hits like a look like a five iron or something, and just snaps that one into the water.
0: You Ends can get making an eight. You can get really fucked on that finishing stretch, and, and on some of those hazards around that golf course because they they jut in so early on. Yeah, you could be dropping like ten yards off the tee. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What was it like being at the players? You know, give us. No one, no one listening has really been to a live golf tournament, I assume. So, give us a rundown. Like, what's it like being out there with not that many other people? And
1: yeah, so it, we showed up. At, we showed up at seven a.m. It was apparently twenty percent fan capacity there because of COVID. So, it was pretty interesting. I mean, you had like your one or two marquee groups in the morning and in the afternoon, and there are crowds around those groups you go to any other group on the course even like ricky's group or neiman's group i mean some really top tier players I and mean, not ricky but he's a big name um no one following him I mean, you can get right up next to him you can have conversations with them i mean you're right there the whole time so that was really cool and the golf course it's the most pure golf course I've ever seen in my life. It looked unbelievable. It showed up really well. Oh, my God. The way that, like, the tee boxes were cut. I mean, the tee boxes were nicer than a lot of, like, Muni greens
0: would be. <laughs> Not even kidding. Like They looked unbelievable. It, it was, was really insane. I, so, I feel like this golf course used to be shitty in my mind. Like, it always used to be a little rough around the edges. And in the last couple years, they've really turned on the afterburners in yeah. well, this place yeah. is so nice now.
1: Well, then moving it to March is huge,
0: yeah. huge for the overseed. And
1: it's really like I almost wish that like 17 wasn't a hole on that course, because that's kind of like the identity of the course is the 17th hole and it's a yeah, big thing it's, it's like gimmicky people and... think of sawgrass they think of 17 and it's kind of a gimmick but the the rest of the course i mean the design is unbelievable
0: yeah and when is you're it tight there, out there you can, like when you when you stand behind some of those tee shots yeah
1: it's super tight it's a lot tighter than it looks on tv i mean the 10th tee shot especially is so scary mm-hmm. when you look out there And on TV, when I was watching it on Sunday, I mean, it really didn't look that tight. But a lot of the lines off the tee, and I think that's part of the Pete Dye design, is that it really looks
0: tight and shaped. Yeah. And and I find that a lot of those tee shots just, uh, like, you end up having to bite off a little more of the corner than you want to if you want to hit driver, and it's uncomfortable. Like, it's not... You can play it straight out on some holes and take a little less than driver but if you want to take driver some holes you got to bite more than more than feels comfortable which is it's kind of nice like a a nice risk reward element to the golf course the whole golf course is just built like that and it's just it's a fun tournament to watch on tv and i've heard and you can verify this i've heard it's really fun to watch there in person i've heard it's one of the best oh it's awesome golf courses to watch a tournament on because it it is built to have these mounds around the greens, you know, that people can stand on and you can you can see things really easily there. Oh, it's great. It's an unbelievable viewing experience. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was actually cool on Thursday after Bryson's round. He's, you know, he finishes his round. It's like five and a half, close to six hours. I mean, he's getting basically bullied on the golf course by fans yeah i mean he gets harassed out there everyone's chirping him he hit iron off 18 people are giving him a lot of shit and he's just kind of i mean it's got to be such a battle out there for him he finishes his round does his post-round interview and then just goes straight to the range and he goes to the range his team's waiting for him como his, I think his agent and his caddy. He just walks up to him. He's like the only guy in the range. I mean, it's getting dark at this point. Just says, yeah, not bad. And he was like, you know, he shot three under. He's like T five or T six. Yeah. Just goes, just goes, not bad. Pulls a club and just starts hitting. Just like that. I mean, it's just
0: the grind. It's unbelievable. The biggest grinder the game's ever seen, maybe. He really might be. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really probably kind of Like Hammer Tiger and a couple others. Like it, it really is amazing, his work ethic. And he but was teeing
1: off. Yeah, he was teeing off at 7 30 the next morning and he finishes his round. He's, and he's hitting balls there, just grinding until dark.
0: And he's known to do that. Like that's just normal for him. Like he, yeah, he totally does normal. it at all the majors. He's there with the lights on at the range, always the last guy there. And then Chris, you were, you were famous. You you were on live from, you were <laughs> talking to Bryson. So for anyone that doesn't know, we, we got flooded with videos, uh, from, from friends and listeners. And, uh, Chris was talking to bryson as he was making his way off the range and he was just on the live from coverage and it was kept kept uh replaying that night and we were seeing a lot of it so it was pretty funny to see chris out there it was good i mean people give bryson
1: a lot of shit but he's really like such a nice guy and he he yeah. talks to all the fans and all the kids asking questions he's always nice to him
0: and there's a difference between like him and like Billy Horschel talks to all the fans. Like the things that Billy Horschel says just make him come off as such an asshole. Like the right. concession. Like he tried to roast that guy for yeah. like to Billy, you yeah. stuck. Yeah. And he just totally botched his comeback. Like it made no sense yeah. the way he said. It. Like, dude, just shut up. Like just play golf. You don't have to yeah. you don't have to talk to everyone no but it was good and
1: so I asked Bryson to come on the pod and he was like I got a lot going on right now (laughs) and I was like I was like Bryson we'll do it anytime we can do it in six months and he starts cracking off he goes all right
0: we'll do it in six months so So six (laughs) months from now watch out (laughs) Bryson interview coming in six months that that should be good stuff I mean i'd love to go i'd love to go to a tour event this summer i wish they still had the one at tpc boston because that would be perfect timing it'd be six months but uh maybe we'll go to hartford and uh we'll we'll go pester bryce and i think
1: we have to travel to every tournament and just say six months six months five (laughs) months four (laughs) months just ingrain it in his mind
0: it would be great he would he would get so fucking sick of us but He'd have to do it. I mean, He'd six, have six months. can't, if you're a man of your word, Bryson. We could take a big sign and
1: get on the live from coverage again and just hold it up. that says six months. Yep. Just be right there. Everyone in the world can see it.
0: Yep. Um, I want to talk about the, the interview that JT gave after, after the round, because I thought it was super scummy of the tour and of Steve Sands to just like basically lean right into all the shit that's happened to, to JT in the last, like, you know, even, even in the last like month, like excluding what happened in Hawaii where, you know, he lost sponsors and obviously, you know, hurt, hurt people and, you know, ask him about Tiger and then asks him about his grandfather like two in a row. Like you're clearly just searching for content like that. I, I thought that was super scummy. Like if he wants to bring it up, let him bring it right. up. But otherwise just like we know the storyline. We know what's happened. Right. Most people know what's going on. And right. They were fishing to really
1: just get his emotions working, which yeah. they, they did successfully. But
0: it was kind of unnecessary like he, let him was, enjoy the win he was clearly a little mad about it after like you could see he was like, he's like "It's like why'd you do that to me sans like, yeah he, he's like trying to make a joke out of it but kind but of clearly frustrated yeah yeah i am mean, it's not a surprise like we didn't we didn't get that exciting finish in the tour obviously they want something to something to give to viewers and that was that was it like you know that definitely grabs people's attention so I, I was pretty i was a little mad by that
1: yeah i mean it is it, i mean it's a great win for jt i mean he's now kind of a shoe in hall of famer if you look at it
0: that's what i was saying this i think this win this win makes him like bona fide hall of famer
1: guarantee i mean what does he 14 wins now with a major and a players
0: yeah And this like, obviously JT is going to win a lot more unless something crazy happens, but this is just something we love to talk about. Like, Oh, we love the hall of fame. It really is. And it means, it means almost nothing in golf. Like it's, it's probably one of the most meaningless hall of fames, but it is fun to talk about. about. It has no, there's no real criteria anymore.
1: Yeah, and there's so many different things you can do. Like if you get to number one in the world, you if you win a major or not, the players you, now. If you win like, Euro yeah.
0: Tour events, it's yeah. like like Westwood, twenty five wins on the. Well, they were talking tour about it
1: on the Golf Channel, uh, I think on Saturday.
0: I think we might have started a real worldwide debate. Yeah, on the Hall of Fame. It's a real thing. I think we need to elevate the Hall of Fame status. We do, but. So JT now has what, 14 wins, a players, and he, uh, a PGA. So I mean, yeah, also got lucky on
1: the PGA. If you take out his lucky wins, he has like seven wins, no majors,
0: <laughs> no players. <laughs> Terrible player. But Speeth now has Speeth now has 11 wins and three majors. He's now like he's he's a good bit behind JT here. Who do you think ends up with more? Because now that speed's on a resurgence, I think it's fair to like start asking that question again. More majors? Who do you think has more tour wins?
1: Oh, or, JT. Or either. I think JT has way more tour wins because he's more consistent and his ball striking's there every week, usually. But majors? Who, yeah, I be, think that's a fair question. Like, I would honestly be surprised if JT wins three more
0: majors. I, I think I would be too. It's really hard to, it's hard to forecast JT. Like he's, he's very much a week to week player. He's not like Dustin where he gets hot for like six weeks at a time and he wins two or three times in that stretch. He's just his like BC game. His floor is so high that when he gets the putter going a little bit, it's kind of game over. Like he can win at any point in the season yeah. He played horrible like three weeks ago at Riviera. We were saying, "What's yeah. going on with JT?" And then he comes out and almost runs away with this tournament, but wins it, you know, pretty convincingly, and kind of reminds us, like, yeah, this guy's this guy's just good at golf. Like he just is super talented and one of the best ball strikers in the world. Right. But uh, he is different. It's interesting to look at how guys trend. Like JT trends differently than DJ, and. Like, look at Speed. When Speed gets hot, he he can rattle off a bunch of top tens in a row, a couple wins. But like a guy like Rom, a guy like a guy like JT, they get hot for like a week, and then they'll, right. they'll have a couple like just okay weeks, and they'll kind of go up and down and have these little like it's kind of like a little roller coaster ride, and and it's just it's interesting to follow those trends.
1: I totally agree. And speaking of trends, I mean, Finau's kind of off his heater now. Played horrible. It might be done. His career might be over. (laughs) His career might be over.
0: I was very surprised to look at the leaderboard early on on Thursday and just see Finau like 8 over through 10 or something. It it was outrageous. I mean, he he blew up immediately, which was surprising. I mean, the guy's playing some of the best golf in the world, maybe the best – he was maybe playing the best golf in the world before Arnold Palmer. I think you could, you could argue. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to find it. I'm not, I'm not worried for now. He's going to find it. He's probably going to win this year, but the storyline continues. I mean, that's just, that's just what's going on. Storylines continue. Rory now. Who's your early master's pick sleeper. I don't want to hear you say DJ. I don't even know if DJ is going to win anymore based on the way he's playing right now, but I really think Bryson's going to win. I don't, I maybe, uh, maybe Daniel Berger. I could really see Daniel Berger winning this year. I he's could just, see he's a gamer. Like he's the guy's clutch. The guy's I could nails. see him. I don't know about winning though. I, <laughs> I don't think he can win a major. I feel like it's it's kind of his time. Like it is kind of his time. time. He's for the forgotten man and like the Spieth, JT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole young crew. Yeah, he really is that. He's that good. So I think it. I think it's his time. I think it's his time. I think he could win. He could easily pull off a major this year. Whether that's Augusta, I could see him winning in Kiowa. You know, windy course. Um, I can see Akiva win He flights the ball well he, He's he's creative I don't know, I, I could totally see him pull him one out this year My, Who do you have? I
1: would say Cantley I know he didn't play well this week But
0: it's It's just like He's just an Augusta machine
1: He is And no
0: one ever talks about him And he's such a killer Yeah, he is who who's not going to win? Like who do you think is like a top guy that you just don't think is going to win?
1: I don't cuz I don't want Are you going to sit your Ori? No, cuz
0: I just want him to win so bad. For me it's Xander. I, I haven't seen much out of Sander. I feel like since since farmers, he really hasn't done anything. Like he's just kinda hanging at number five in the world, not really contending much anymore. I, I think he had a pretty bad week this week. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think Augusta sets up well for Morakawa. Like I just don't know if he hits it quite far enough. Like, he obviously, he does, and he could win. And he hits his iron so solid, but he's not a great putter either. He doesn't chip the ball well. Yeah, I don't think Morikawa. Yeah. It's like
1: – I Xander played well in November. He did, yeah.
0: He did. But I just – like, he, I has, do, a, I, he I doesn't can't have the stones right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> He does. He doesn't have the stones. Like, Berg is a guy that I think is just – he's just nails, and he could just – Totally steal one from someone, but I don't see Xander doing that. Yeah,
1: I think Xander's a guy that you th- that you think is gonna get the job done. It doesn't. Whereas Burger's a guy that you don't really think of doing that. But if Burger was there on Sunday, I mean, he can
0: close the deal. Yeah. You got anything else from the players? I don't really have much. That's it for me. Next episode. We're, are we doing our draft? I think we should do our draft this week. Big draft. You're going to want to tune in. So, if for, for those that don't know, Chris and I I we've been I've been a big fan of this this podcast uh John Boy and Jake from John Boy Media. And they have been doing a lot of these drafts um just like random drafts and it kind of inspired me to think about how can we do a golf draft? Like there and people got fired up about our TikTok about the golf States best golf States. And it just kind of popped into my head. What if we did a golf States draft? And so we're going to do that, I think on Wednesday and we'll format it. We'll explain the whole format uh, on the episode on Wednesday, but I think we're going to have a couple, couple other guys on and do like a three or four man uh, golf States draft and make our, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the picks and argue why or why not it's a good pick and I think it'll be fun. I mean it's
1: a good question. I've been kind of surveying around everyone that I've talked to in the last couple of weeks and it's
0: can get very contentious. I mean yeah people get pretty prideful from of their state like you could be from Iowa and you could be saying, yeah, Iowa's the best golf state and you could give your reason and it, it might be a valid reason <laughs> probably not valid if you're from Iowa. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Wednesday's gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, it should be should be a really good episode. We probably won't talk much much about Honda. We'll talk a little bit about it, but yeah, uh, I Honda. think yeah, I think this is a this is a big week for the draft. All right, see you then. Yep. Bye. Bye. I hit a chili dip. It was off the it was off the hossle. I mean Cameron Davis is a joke. Mike, you got any now, takes on the e-golf pro tour? You already have iron <laughs> cover.
1: You already look like a giant pussy.
0: I don't care. I honestly don't give a, str- a shit. <laughs> he could be six feet under at this point, whoever Jeez. WD. I didn't watch a single <laughs> bit of it. But I'm going to chirp at the Fairmont St. Andrews because of the name. Yeah, Paul Tesori. Be-
1: Paul Tesori, friend of the pod. Neiman, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah, Friend of the so, pod on Betsy.
0: Terrell Haddon, are you kidding me? And there's a raccoon no joke like 20 feet away.
1: Florida. Say Florida. I'm hanging. No! You can't say Florida!